0: And welcome to another episode of the Get Off My Lawn podcast. My name is John Anderson. Today is, what is today? April 12th, 2023. I'm trying to remember to uh, date stamp these so that everybody knows as you're watching or listening later on when these actually went live. So that is the date for for today's show. Um, I will be your host as always, since this is my channel and my show, I get to to do the host duties. Um, And I'll do my best to not stumble through this too much. My beautiful bride is over in her producer's chair. Uh, so she's out there holding it down in the comments. If you are out there uh, watching us live right now, we want those comments. So uh, we want to know that you're out there. We want to know what you have to say. Any questions, we can field those as, as long as they uh, pertain to the conversation at hand um, or any rabbit holes that uh, the host chooses to, to steer us down through but uh we want to know you're there and if you're new to the show we want to know where you're where you're watching from or uh or listening from you can do that in the in the comments on the uh whatever platform you are listening from but uh otherwise if you need to get a hold of us you can just send us an email to sandhillsmediaempire at gmail.com trust me we're not conceited i might have made that up all right. Other announcements real quick. We want you to uh, to go check out the Self-Defense Radio Network. We're very proud to have been included in that list of really great shows. Uh, most of them in uh, just regular podcast form. So you can go over there and uh, find all those great shows. And, and as Cheryl Todd of uh, Gun Freedom Radio, excuse me, Gun Freedom Radio, likes to say, you can just binge listen to your heart's content, darling. So go check that out at uh, sdrn.us or selfdefense.net, I believe is the other uh, website that will take you there. Tonight's show is brought to you by Sandhills Defense, uh, the the firearms instruction company that, uh, that we started here a little over a year ago. So uh, if you're in northeast Nebraska, and you want to take some classes, we've got all kinds of offerings. Go check them out on the website, sandhillsdefense.com. If you want to reach out directly, you can uh, call or text 402 851 Go follow us and like us on Facebook. And uh, there is even a group of... Uh, Uh, Sandhills defense students and and people that are interested in them. So you can go join that Facebook group as well. So so go check that out. Um, Very proud to have a company now that I can uh, sponsor my own show with and not have to uh, ask others to do so. And last but certainly not least, The views and opinions expressed on this podcast belong to the individual expressing them and do not reflect the views of any of the other guests or the hosts necessarily, or any sponsors. Uh, We are not offering any legal advice, no medical advice, which is very important with this ultra serious topic that we have for you tonight. So uh, I'm glad you are all here. I'm glad that you are all uh, with us tonight. So uh, let's bring in our panel of experts and we may have one or two more uh popping in as we go along but uh we have got uh Travis P11 and Pat in a bunker with us tonight so if you're not new to the show these are some familiar faces familiar voices but uh how you guys doing
1: I'm muting checking in doing good <laughs>
0: <laughs> feels going to be
1: kind of a resident zombie apocalypse expert you know i've been right. prepping for this everything i needed to learn about the zombie apocalypse i learned in uh, walking dead season one so okay
0: doing good man yep it's good to uh, know ready to rock we'll, and roll yep. we'll have to bring that stuff up i absolutely that's the only season that i watched and i don't remember same here if I, no. even caught, <laughs> I don't remember if i even caught all of that so uh, uh all right who do we have out there over on the rumble side we've got uh jeff checking in from saint ed nebraska he says hey travis and pat uh um, well, no, brother and and good evening everyone and then over on comments let's see on the face Nebraska side, taxpayer yeah <laughs> yeah on the Facebook side we've got yeah. Michael joining us after a couple weeks uh from from missing the show so he's back in here again and that might be it right now on the Facebook side on YouTube we've got kingpin gun websites blitz is out there patriot in the dark who is only here to stare at uh, sandhill sweetheart and i don't blame him she's beautiful um let's see travis is out there and in here of course sandhill sweetheart's in the chat because you know how this works if you've been here before she does the typing and i do the talking i can't talk while i type and i can't type while i talk uh woods is out there and that might be it keith umstead is out there as well jamie brown i see you all right so uh keep on getting those comments in there and and we're not going to call everybody out. We'll, we'll get into stuff here, but, uh, make sure that again, you are dropping those comments. It helps, uh, the overlords at, uh, Google and, and the YouTubes let a, you know, lets them know that you actually, uh, are participating. Same thing with Facebook rumble. I don't know how the metrics work yet or the analytics. Um, but I'm sure it does help the more comments, the more, the more likes, um, or rumbles, I think they call them, when you, you push that thumbs up or push that little boxing glove or whatever to, to promote it, um, I think it does make a difference. It gets over there into the 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 trending or the featured or whatever over there on the feed. So um, very cool for that stuff. All right. So tonight I told you it's a super serious topic that uh, that I think everybody needs to be aware of. This is something that maybe isn't as wide widely discussed as really what it should be, and so um, you are uh, you're in for I think a a great discussion. It should be very educational and and hopefully uh, entertaining as well. So very edutaining I think edutainment is the the word that has been coined for that. So uh, the super super serious topic. If you have not paid attention to the uh, the. The title for the show or the description, uh, we're going to talk about the dreaded zombie outbreak because you never know when that's going to happen. Now, there are some people, let's just get the elephant in the room addressed right away. There are some people who legit believe that this could happen. Okay. If you are one of those people, you are probably going to be very disappointed tonight uh, by the way that we treat this topic. Because it's all in fun. None of us here actually believe. Well, I shouldn't speak now if I'm wrong. You you feel free to correct me, panelists. But now, now, now. (laughs) That zombies are going to be a real thing that we're ever going to have to deal with. Okay. Uh, Michael Jackson aside, I mean, there's some some great stuff out there, but uh, you know, we uh, we're having fun here, but. I do want to turn serious at the end, and I'm going to give you some honest real world, real life advice if this stuff ever actually does happen. So I'm going to tell you how to prepare for prepare for it uh in earnest. But you're going to have to wait till the end of the show because I want you to stick around and listen to the whole thing. So I'm not going to give up the goods early, right? That's that's how I don't want this to be clickbait because we're still gonna talk about zombies. But uh, I did mention in the description of tonight's episode that I'm going to give you the goods. I'm going to tell you everything you really need to know if, if zombies become a real-life thing. In the meantime, uh, we're going to have some fun talking about this. Because there's so many shows out there. And we could probably fill up our time just by going through and listing all of the movies, TV shows, books, comics, graphic novels. I don't know what all is out there. Music videos, obviously. Um, that, uh, that one... I don't know the name of the song, but the the video sure was a thriller. Um, a joke that was a joke. Anybody out there? Feel free to put "ha ha ha" in the comments <laughs> if you thought that was thought that was funny. Uh, okay, so so Travis, we'll start with you. Um, mm-hmm. I, you already said that you're you know the resident expert on at least season one of the Walking Dead. Yes. Uh, what other um, what other zombie? movies tv shows where, where else do you have experience um or, or any knowledge based in in any lore growing up watching
1: the what a dawn of the dead day of the dead night the living dead movies i remember watching night living dead and black and white i think i had a vhs copy of it when i was in grade school we'd always sit around and watch scary movies my friends and i would do that of course i wasn't really you weren't really, really thinking zombie apocalypse at that point you're so wrapped up in the story of the characters and stuff Right. did watch did watch a really good one last last summer it was a canadian netflix zombie series called black summer
0: okay and that was a lot
1: of people missed it it was very good it was like this very games of thrones-esque where they would kill off main characters every episode like there'd oh, be wow. people they'd run into they'd be with you for five or six episodes and boop, they're gone like they literally just drop them left and right story about a mom and her daughter and they're trying to get to a stadium for an extraction of course that's the worst place you can go when there's a zombie apocalypse right that's a big salad bowl then. And everything's yeah, hungry yeah, trying to I mean, eat there, you know.
0: Lots of entrances, too. Um, And so that,
1: you know, that series was really cool to watch because it was different. It wasn't super popular, but it was good. It was very well done. Good storyline. It covers over 12 months of them trying to survive. And then another good one, the book, World War Z, was awesome. The movie, eh, you know, I, it, yeah, the book was awesome because every chapter was a different story. And they could have done a series where every chapter was an episode. And uh, it was kind of interesting. I think they mentioned uh, Nebraska as one of the best places to be because of the number of people that have guns and all the wide open spaces. You could see zombies coming at you or you wouldn't get that in urban areas. But they said initially Nebraska was really bad because I was a feeding. It was a feeding zone because of all the cars that ran into each other. All the accidents that happened across our state drew in a huge population of zombies. But the people in like the north and the plains and the open areas actually survived the rural people did. Because they could see and they had the guns to defend themselves against it. <laughs> and it was interesting. It was, it's a good book. It was The book is, is probably pushing, what, 15 years old by now? But it's very well written. And it, yeah, it's so a it, very good book. It's a is cool that the book. book.
0: The movie, was that Brad Pitt that was in that one? Yeah, and
1: the, I don't think yep. there was any other than the name and it. maybe like the origin of the story. That, like I think that the yeah. movie was maybe one of the chapters expanded. But the book was, and it's a very quick read. Every chapter is like, what, 10 or 15 pages or something like that? It's very quick.
0: Um, yeah, it's it's uh, cool, Max it's an Brooke? awesome book.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's Brooke. funny
0: that you mention how flat Nebraska is, because there's really not that many parts of Nebraska that are flat. But if you've ever been up to to you know South Dakota, it's pretty much open um, area. I mean, you can yeah. stay on top
1: of a grain elevator and see for a hundred miles. If, you know? if, if you've yeah. been if you've been <laughs> on I-90 from
0: pretty much from Sioux Falls to Wall,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> you've seen some flat country out there. A little bit when you get down to the Missouri River hills and then you're back to back to flat again um so yeah it's funny that everybody thinks nebraska's flat to you actually see <laughs> some flat country uh let's see out there we've got a few people that are already uh talking about their their tactics michael says closest we get in real life a rabies, rabies virus that could be spread through air and water droplets still follows the canada having been bitten uh and then a little bit later he says in the movies headshots are the gold standard yep. but in real life whatever drops the blood pressure the quickest is probably good. If his knowledge of high school anatomy serves him well. Uh, So the walking dead or Hollywood zombies, a 22 and headshots, tons of capacity. You can haul a ton of ammo around uh, for the, for the weight in real life. Most likely his, his Glock in nine millimeters. So um, that would make sense again, though. I mean, you're going to have to lay in a stock of, of ammo because you know, even if, if the one shot doesn't stop it now, Pat or I've got some questions that I want to dig into some of this stuff, but we'll give you a chance to besides the Walking Dead uh, what else do you have to, to draw your knowledge from?
2: Oh man, too many movies and too many books. <laughs> uh, Travis already said a bunch of good ones. Um, I do have the World Wars ebook and a very, very good book on that and uh, in all seriousness, this is just kind of a fun topic but it gets the guy to thinking about what to actually prepare for in other disaster scenarios i mean really it really just made it's made to make you think and what and if different things you might need in an actual crisis versus you know an actual zombie apocalypse but getting back to the uh, movies and the books uh Oh god, when I was younger, I used to watch and read a bunch of that stuff. There's a bunch of online stuff that kind of obscure stuff that I can't even remember. Watch too much to remember. But uh no, it's uh yeah, definitely some different
0: tactics and stuff will go into this. This is gonna be a good topic tonight. So yeah. Uh Woods out there says that uh, Black Summer was good. Um Let's see. He also says The Last of Us is good. Terrible gun handling and tactics, but the show itself is apparently watchable. Um, Richard over on Pat's feed says uh, uh anything George A. Romero. What attack of the vegan zombies? Is that a thing? Like all, <laughs> hey. all we want to do is eat your hay.
1: <laughs> didn't we make. I made a joke about that a long time ago, didn't I? Where there were, I think I made a joke about that on on like a, one of Matt shows or something where it was like people eat something soy and it turns them into zombies. And, oh, there was something about it that I or did. or maybe they so eat fun. something soylent green. Uh huh. It's
0: made from people. It's made, It's people. Although that's a, what is that? Soylent green. Is that one of the energy drinks? I've seen that somewhere. There is somebody selling a soil, which I'll never do yeah, just it's, because it's I like a, read the book. Like I can never bring myself to something. It. And I yeah, every Soylent. time I see that, I just I run screaming because it's like, it's like no, <laughs> oh, the, the thought of it, just the very thought. And those yeah. of you that are that are under 40, you're going to have to Google Charlton Heston and Soylent Green and, and see what that's you know, all about. Hey, so so
1: what's what's Pat saying about, you know, learning about the situation and preparing for disaster and stuff? You learn a lot about the psychology of human beings from watching those shows. Because it's so funny that the world's falling apart, yet if we all banded together and made a stand against these things, we'd survive. Instead, it's like, me first, got to feed my family, going to shoot you. That's, That's what all Walking Dead ever was, was just roving groups of bandits and tribes and groups. Instead of warring together or getting together and stockpiling what they have to make this final... Push against the evil so they can live their lives they'll want to just kill each other i mean it's like i never understood the that dude mentality was doing
0: with the, the baseball bat wrapped with the barbed wire i What's thought that? he was kind of i thought he was oh, kind people
1: yeah yeah he was he was but remember that whenever they would capture a group he'd always have to make an example by killing one of them basically that was kind of how he would yeah he he was but there were so many groups of people where it's like they'd rather just shoot I, you and take I your honestly, stuff instead of trying to work together you like know? i
0: said i don't remember if i even saw the end of season one uh, let alone I and i never watched any of the rest of it i'm just you know you can't live a life uh and have social media and not know about like negan and some of those yeah other than yeah. that not a not a thing that i know much about um so so the regular kind of zombies go after brains g web says the vegan zombies go after grains. They go
1: after grains so, so we're so in a lot of trouble in Nebraska. We better get the heck out of here, man. So Wood says, uh, but people are terrible, Travis. <laughs> this is true. This is true. It's like it doesn't. It would make sense to work together to defend yourselves against others, and you know. <laughs> but no, no. Let's just go ahead and and stay in our little pack of two or three and get taken out by a bigger pack, and then they get they get taken out by a bigger pack instead of learning. You know.
0: Oh, so. Richard says that uh, vegan zombies is a real. It's a real movie. It was an independent movie that they actually made. That is so awesome. I kind of want to know what that's about. So, so that's one of the questions I want to talk about. So, I know that, like, there's this everybody talks about the zombies are going to come eat your brains, right? Because they, they want brains. And I don't understand why, first of all. But aren't there some shows out there where they just literally they'll eat any part of you? Any, because,
1: any human or something. Yeah. That was because, the mean, original. Yeah. Th- they'll yeah, go for or... a
0: neck bite, right? So, if, if the zombie wants your brains, they're going to start chewing through your cranium. They're not going to go for a neck bite or, you know, an arm or a leg or whatever. But of course, any, any bites going to transfer the virus or whatever. Um, I guess everybody kind of treats it like a virus. I think in most of the shows, most of that's it's just the only way that we can really explain it unless you just don't explain it. And it just happens. But um, no kidding. You okay over there, Pat? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was mean. It was uh, my uh, little uh, uh,
2: bread loaf over there was, uh, I want food now, and I knocked my food bowl over. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay.
0: <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, Richard's feeling me here. It makes no sense that zombies go after brains. They can't make mer- more of their own kind. So so that's really what I want to get down to is, do they have a hunger for brains or just living flesh of, of any kind? I mean, that's something that we're going to have to prepare for, right? Um mm-hmm. uh, so so that's a thought that, that people need to be thinking about as we go through here. But again, now, let's talk about the actual way to kill a zombie. Because, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, what Michael said earlier, I mean, it kind of makes sense. But at the same time, if this is an actual zombie, it doesn't have a heartbeat. Right? So so taking out the pump station won't do anything because the pump's already not running. And, and I, I think it, this seems to be kind of universal. Zombies happen when dead flesh gets somehow reanimated electrical impulses get reintroduced somehow or there's you know not so much frontal lobe brain activity but at least brain stem activity or or you know hind or midbrain activity um and so um wood says it's a fungus not a virus in in the last of us um so so i guess i, I really want to know like is our are we going to find a general consensus on the way to kill a zombie is to take out the brain? That's typical, or
1: decon, or even if you decapitate, <clears throat> <Like> they, the, <throat> the head's still alive. You have to shut down the neurological system by right, putting you, like, something through the brain,
0: like, destroy the brain. So, yeah, yeah, so put something through like it. Yeah, the, the twenty-two long rifle. Now, is yeah. that going to do it? I would think so.
1: If it can penetrate the skull, but then I think it? that's and what you need to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know how because I mean, the flesh is rotting, but do the bones get brittle?
2: Because a 22
0: is not ideal for a headshot. I mean, it's even a uh, well, a if the rifle wouldn't pistol, have the velocity there, that you need, though, to I'd have to go back still, and watch the Grantham well, video. I on mean, that. you just there's so many instances out there of people that, that get shot in the head and the the bullet doesn't penetrate into their, you know, the front, their, their frontal lobe or whatever, it'll it'll uh glance off the, the skull or, or whatnot. I'm not saying that you can survive a headshot. Right. But I am saying that a lot of people do because of that. Um, So it's not I don't think it's a consistent uh, way to do if you don't have a high powered rifle of some sort or. okay, but like like they use a knife,
1: you know, they use a knife in the head and that that does it or some kind of a spear, you know, the head, and it doesn't necessarily like cut something in half. But that seems to be all it takes is some sort of disruption in the brain and that basically ends it. Now who knows what our situation? That's why I was yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, okay, a Ruger 1022 and like
0: four well, eight hundred round bricks, and you basically got you know. Blitz uh, asked, "Do you really think the bone density would be good <laughs> in a zombie?" Though I don't know. <laughs> well, look at look at I skeletons, skeletons that are thousands of years, with years the, old with a decomposing at, corpse. I mean, those bones take a while to to lose their density right i mean the the skin and muscle is gonna go first <laughs> yeah. <and> that, nice <laughs> speedy uh, loader
1: <laughs> oh i thought you were grabbing like an antler or something i know what i was looking at there i was like yeah, no that's
2: doing? a 22 no. speed
0: loader oh ah, okay, yep, okay
1: 22 speed loader
2: for the old henry sitting back there with some oh, really right,
0: 22 <laughs> Yep, those are those most, are cool most, I, need to, most... I need to get one um I can't put it on screen but Jeff over on on the Rumble side says his 44 will do the job. Yes, I believe it will. There there's plenty of energy there to mm-hmm. uh to to penetrate the skull and scramble the brain up. Um but I think that's kind of what we we need to figure out is you know, what what is the general consensus? What's the the minimum uh the minimum caliber for for a scrambling zombie brains, you know, twenty
1: two LR is going to work. That's it, because you can carry so much of it. With so little, a brick of it would give you eight hundred rounds. It would weigh, you know, about as much as like two hundred oh, rounds of okay. twenty three, right?
0: And, and that's cool. But what if mm-hmm. I need, you know, there? What's that Henry hold fifteen? No, a BX twenty five is in a ten twenty two. Yeah,
2: yeah. Got Henry, them, man.
0: That, Henry that Henry's got, 15. got fifteen in the two. But let's say that you got to put 10, in, 10 of them in each zombie. So number one, you've got to work that lever and and fire ten rounds. Now you can do that quickly. And from a medium distance, you know, you can do that very fairly accurately, but then that's 10 rounds per zombie and you've got one and a half zombie in your gun, you know? So, I mean, how efficient is that 22 going to be if you have to put that many rounds into the brain and just scramble it?
2: Exactly. And that's uh, something a person, and I don't know how exactly I would do it, but, uh, that is something that needs further testing as far as on bone density, what kind of round you would need to actually penetrate skull, especially in the T-zone. If you're doing a full front lawn shot now from the back, it's a little bit easier because you can just aim right at the brainstem, right at the back. And butt, you know, But most you of have the to be a good shot. Coming
0: right towards you. you yep. You've got to miss that occipital bone because that's the thickest part of, that. that's one of the yep. thickest bones in the whole Body
1: and uh, you're running semi buckhorn sides. Good luck hitting anything. Okay, well, let's just say that right now. Right. Much less something size yeah. the size of a cantaloupe? No buckhorns. Birds, all right. No buckhorns on that one. No. 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 Okay. No. Okay.
2: No. Wow. <laughs> no. 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 I'm no. gone. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> um, but, so, but if the yeah, 22 uh, that worked, that would be the mean, way to go. A
2: nice, nice Ruger to If it yeah. If it cool. would, yeah, for sure.
0: Where did it but, go? I missed. uh Oh, Crabby Turtle is over there on Pat's feed. Says 223 um oh, I, he's, he's I, not talking about the he's just talking to okay so
1: let, let's more. talk about this john what would be everybody's primary rifle of choice then let's just say you let's say we're all gonna have a 10 22 we're all gonna have a 1022 because we need that to dispatch zombies what about the bigger larger threat which is the human being that's alive the sentient beings what what's going to be the rifle of choice from that kind of a
0: situation well i i don't know though because i'm not convinced i'm not signing off on the 1022. I'm not okay. convinced that it's no, the, I'm it's saying for, for human
1: beings, though, if you had to defend yourself against, I am human.
0: not, I am not convinced that 1022 is any good for zombies. Okay. Well, then let's just throw it out the window. What would be your primary rifle? I'm just, I honestly, I'm not convinced that 22 is going to be good enough, uh, in a zombie outbreak because those things don't typically walk around in ones or twos. You know, you, you've got a horde no. of them, and Hard. I'm going to need something with fast reloads that I can do a one shot, you know. I might miss a couple times, but I only need one hit to disable the brain, right? But it, so it's got to have enough power to completely scramble the brain because I don't want to poke a little twenty-two caliber hole through the brain, right? I want this thing to, I want there to be a, a permanent wound cavity there that that messes up the brain beyond beyond function on a zombie, and so so that's what we're looking for here. Is you know what should what should people have? I mean, yeah, that forty-four is going to do it um michael's out there being all scientific there has to be an equation of range at which you're confident in a headshot uh outside of that line is it not better to run or, or speed walk away mm-hmm. yes unless you're with ving Yeah, rames i don't want to patch
1: with... three wheelers and just drive off
0: yeah if if you're with ving <laughs> rames you're gonna have to run fast because those zombies could move uh but if he's and not and that around... also
1: depends on the type of zombies because in world war z they were like high power turbocharged and in even in like Black Summer, they were fast running or walking. They weren't just like dragging themselves along, you know. Like well, old...
2: and I have a theory on that. I, I I honestly have a theory on that, and I've actually thought that through. I think there's going to be a sliding scale of zombies depending on temperature, depending on how long they've been dead, on how fast they're going to be, because you know pump stations shut down. That's your hydraulic fluid. Everything's going to start stiffening up. Everything's going to start rotting away. Eventually, that zombie, especially in a higher temperature environment, is going to start deteriorating and slowing down a lot faster than, let's say, up in the Dakotas during the spring. And depending on what time of year. You get into the wintertime, guess what? If over the half of the population or a small part of the population could survive the zombie horde, and let's say the upper two-thirds of the United States goes through winter, they're gonna freeze up and zombie apocalypse. Well they had mentioned
1: open. that in World War Z they freeze and then they unthaw in the springtime, but they were slow moving because they were still on thawing out. So that was the best
0: time to take them out was the winter time
1: or the yeah. spring, basically. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Right. So uh, Woods wants to know why we assume only humans are zombies. What about zombie bears? Yeah, what about zombie the, squirrels? What zo- about the, uh, the zombie Dobermans from Resident Evil? Zombie prairie dogs—they're really right? gonna be mad. And, yeah. and not even getting into the genetic mutations <laughs> that happened in Resident Evil, just the actual—you yep. know—the the reanimated corpses of the, the the Dobermans were there too. Your little beta fish just, flipped out with them. their little spaghetti suits yeah. that they put yeah. on them—that was so. If you have ever seen the making of that or or seen the extras on like the DVD from the first Resident Evil movie. It was so cool the way they they dressed up those dogs. Um, basically, they they put um, they put them in little body suits that, and then it was like actual pasta, like spaghetti, that was like dripping off of them, coming out of those suits. It was pretty neat. <laughs> so so the dogs loved it. <laughs> no right. no dogs were hurt in the filming of that movie. That's for sure. Um, defense dad says brains. We need brains. Um. Yeah. He wants to know what about zombie cocaine bear? That's, you know, cocaine bear is something we should probably have a discussion about at some point too. You know, is a 44 Magnum going to be enough <laughs> cocaine bear medicine, but let's, no, let's you're going to need uh, a
1: 500 something that's or not another tonight, right? Yeah. We're,
0: we don't have time for cocaine bear tonight. Plus I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet. So I don't know. Is J-Dam. I don't know. That's one that
1: we all need to go see. I think that's going to be, that's going to be the summer movie to go see right there. So that one looks so So terribly good it looks awesome (laughs) it looks great that's the americans we need a nice injection of just stupidity that's what we need 414 is when it comes out baby
0: all right it's gonna be
1: streaming is it gonna be streaming
0: is it is it coming out like on hbo max or something streaming
1: only on peacock 414 so there you go oh it's
0: it's not a theatrical release well i might have to uh might have to get peacock uh richard says 556 will be the way to go for both living and non-living i'm not I'm not going to disagree. I think that might be something centerfire and and probably the, the 5.56 or 223 is going to be like the baseline, I think. Um, now, in a handgun, I'm mm-hmm. going to say it's going to have to be a Magnum. It's going to have to be like the the 357 Magnum or the 40 caliber Magnum that Travis loves so much. Your high point's going to come in <laughs> handy because when I, you run out of ammo, you can start clubbing zombies and just crush their brains.
1: I was going to say go with a Glock 19 cuz you got to think parts down the road. If you're going to survive this thing and you wear your gun out or you're going to break it or lose it or something, you're going to need another one and what other gun are you going to find more of than probably some sort of a Glock just by base off of well, your sales. And you should you also know.
0: follow Clint Smith's School of Logic, you know, whenever he buys a new gun, he buys 3 of it.
1: So that so that he's
0: got uh, you know when one breaks down he's got another one to use and Mm -hmm. then one for parts. So because but Clint Smith always says that one is not two is one and one is none right. So yep, like that guy's kind of definitely gonna have to go
1: with probably an AR just because of again parts proliferation and the common caliber that you're gonna most likely find if you go into any home the chances of you finding now you know I would
0: say that like because I I don't know about the nine millimeter we'd have to see and and i I'd, I'd have to see some zombie testing before mm-hmm. i I'd, I'd put you know stake my life on it um but now some of these pistol calibers in a rifle you know a 9 millimeter pcc or uh mm-hmm. a 357 lever gun you know i would think 38 yeah. would scream out of that you know with enough energy oh yeah you're going <laughs> to gain a couple hundred for a zombie, right? easy yeah. yeah yeah so so some of that stuff i mean again uh, the thing is, with those lever guns, you don't get a fast reload. So again, you're going to have to do get some practice in now, you know, while zombies are still uh, a scientific impossibility. Mm-hmm. Um, just in case the laws of of science and physics ever change, you'll be you'll be prepared. Defense uh, Dad says, "Watch party." Um, yeah. I'm not opposed to that. <laughs> I'm not opposed to doing an online watch party with with cocaine Bear. We we may have to look into that. Would that. be epic. That some, would be fun some weekend that I uh, don't have anything else going on. <laughs> that would be badass. Uh, <laughs> he also says that Clint Smith has more money than he does. Yeah, makes sense too. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But that's kind of like what you were talking about, John. Uh, that's kind of going back to the old uh, cowboy adage: having uh, one round for your rifle and that's your hand not a bad idea, so that's that that's not that's not a bad idea i mean it's it's not because you know just like what travis alluded to um what was it out of the uh, nine millimeter carbine uh depending on the grain you can pick up 200 feet per second on a carbine over the pistol so it yeah, ends
1: up being like an know. extra 90 pounds of energy too well, on the back and, end. and so then i yeah. mean
0: yeah you know, what uh, What the the veterans always say really comes back into play there. You know, your, your pistol is there so that you can fight your way to your rifle, right? Because because if there is a crowd of zombies, you're going to want your rifle, right? But your pistol at the very least is is an option to get you out of a tight spot to get back to your rifle. Although, again, I'm going to recommend this. I don't care what rifle you have, sling it. If you haven't got a sling yeah. for it, Get a sling on it because that's the holster for the rifle. When you need oh, yeah. your hands, you don't have to put it down. So make sure you get a sling for your rifle or shotgun if that's what you end up using. Um, Blitz says the uh, the 12 gauge would be a, a great backup gun, uh, auto or pump. He says uh, would be great. Now Defense Dad has a great question out there that I think we need to discuss. This one: What if mm-hmm. these zombies are really just ca- uh, caffeine deprived teachers? Has he yeah. tried giving them a nice cup of espresso? <laughs> yeah, I can speak from personal experience that the caffeine
1: does definitely tame the the monster within. Uh, from most of your school teachers, I think that's probably uh, yeah. He's definitely onto something here, and I will happily accept a free cup of espresso anytime somebody wants to buy me one. So, <laughs> <that's not laughs> Richard wants to warm know, bodies. What
0: mm-hmm. do you mean zombies are an impossibility? Have you seen my ex-wife? Uh, no, but I've got two <laughs> of them myself, and we're not. We're talking zombies, Richard. We're not talking about demons from hell. We're talking about zombies now. It's a whole different discussion. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some backlash. I, I'm assuming none of my, neither one of my ex-wives ever watches my stuff. But I, there are people that that know people that know people that know them. So, <laughs> defense dad says he's having some caffeine in his rum and coke right now. Oh, so good for you, defense dad. He's sitting there uh, counting his shells if he's
1: got to stock up more for the un- in- incoming yeah. zombie apocalypse, you know. Woods, you
0: know. also an educator, says that you're you're speaking facts, Travis. I'm telling you, uh, Richard decided. says give those teachers a pillow and a blanket. Yeah. And some, some donuts. Maybe they're just hangry. <laughs> I'm never gonna
1: turn down a free donut. I don't need no pillow
0: and a blanket. What are you talking about, Willis? You'd be oh, brought back to so so somebody said warm bodies. Now we need to address that movie.
2: They just mm-hmm. want some love. <laughs> because,
0: them right back. love may be the cure if if you've seen yeah. warm bodies it's got nicholas holt who uh, you might recognize from the the newer x-men movies um with the younger you know the first class era movies uh he's the the young uh hank uh what's hank's last name beast anyway uh, uh yeah now i can't think of his last name but but he plays beast the the young guy that that's Nicholas Holt and then it's got uh, I don't remember her name but uh, she's been in several good movies too um, she's the the human that that gets like he saves her from the other zombies eating her and then he kind of sticks her in the the uh, abandoned jet that he kind of lives in and and uh, eventually she figures out that he's not going to hurt her and, and he's going to take care of her and he starts to to develop feelings and then his heart starts to pump again and and then he becomes unzombie and then that starts to spread across the back across the world with with more love than the zombies just all you uh, need all you need is love starts playing you know maybe you know if it's not too late maybe he'll be able able to overcome it and then the because it's like it literally it regenerated him and everything back to you know he wasn't still walking around with like you know half of his his flesh gone or something, but he wasn't very no. far gone to begin with.
2: I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way. I do not want to be the first person to try to test that out. <laughs> you don't want to love on a zombie? I, I'm not going to go up and give a zombie a hug and then have it bite me straight oh, through the neck. No, because no. because yeah. Hollywood!
1: <laughs> yep, exactly. It's a wonderful I mean, message, but I don't think it's been tested. I don't think it's been lab tested yet. So, yeah,
0: no, know <laughs> yeah, no. uh, t- t- Tonight show has been brought to you by the cranberries.
1: Zombie,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I should just record you doing that. Let's make that my. Yeah, I, I heck yeah! I hit that.
1: I hit that. I hit that high F. You know, I can do that false settle for
0: you. That no, song the- was just on the radio the other day. So, oh, it's on all the time. It <thington> was the uh, uh, next? Really, uh, Who made it? Was that? Oh, I yeah, don't even, it's been redone. I think they death punched. They, I think no, so. That, that was Bad Wolves. Bad Wolves. Oh, right. That's right, Bad Wolves. Bad Wolves. Yep. They were actually, I heard somewhere from somebody who's a fan of, of the Cranberries that they were supposed to record that with her. And like the, the date for recording was days after um she passed away. She passed away, yeah. So yep. I mean, Two she was right they were before, they, days were, before yeah. they were scheduled to, to go into the studio with her. Uh and collaborate, yeah. but then they went ahead and recorded it without her as a tribute. So yeah,
1: uh, Richard said, yeah, Richard that
0: zombie is Ava Adams, he's not hugging it. All right. <laughs> uh, all right, so so uh what else do we need to know about about the zombies So we've figured out that probably something center fire. Um, even even a, a pistol caliber carbine is probably gonna get you the energy. Um, so the other thing that you're gonna need though is I mean, you're either going to need a place to lay low. Pat's got a bunker, so he's covered, right? You're either going to have to have a place to hold up, or you're going to have to know somebody who's got one that you can either get in their good graces and be invited in, or you can siege the place and and take it by force. Now, keep in mind that any place that you can take by force in a siege may not be the most defensible place to begin with so you may you may want to think ahead there and and make a plan again get your own bunker don't go to pats because i'm pretty sure that uh, once that door shuts it don't open again so only if you know the secret password uh blitz says if i wear the dj stuff i could fit right in with michael jackson zombies but i might need to learn the dance it's bold of you to assume that i have not already learned the dance Oh, there you go. It's just a I haven't, but it was still really a very nice. assumption yeah. at the time. <laughs> Wood just hit the logging road, roads. You'll never find him. Um, falling trees behind him. Washington has a bad gun law, but a load of forests. So, yeah, I mean, once the zombies break out, I don't think the laws really apply anymore. Again, uh,
1: I'm just going to go up on top of a grain elevator, so that's it. I'm
0: fine. So. You know, I've never really thought about that one. And, and it seems that's like a heck of a defensive position, dude. They or a grain dryer, you know? Well, sure, but they don't explore this uh, this concept much in the any of the shows because no, you, just go on the roof of your house, just get a ladder and no, 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 sit no, up there. Not that. <laughs> no, no, not not your stronghold. I'm talking about the government. Um, because usually when you see a zombie show, it's already happened, right? Society's already collapsed, there is no government, but I'd like to see like something explored where you know the the process of the government failing, you know, trying to legislate. Or or not even necessarily legislate, but just you know uh it be be the uh uh the executive branch, you know, and just just try to be like the city administrator, you know, just administrate the the zombie outbreaks or you know, be the governor or something like that. Like how how what would you
1: do? If your infrastructure fails, no electricity, how do you communicate? If your batteries only last so long under walkie-talkies, it's just gonna be an end of, and it's gonna be a societal collapse within three days. I mean, that's because then people are going to start losing their crap because you're going to have all I mean the the initial phase of it's going to be awful. You're going to have people that will pass away because they need medical care. You're going to have people that don't have their medicine. They won't make it past their their prescriptions running out. You've got people that are immobile or can't get away. You've got, you know, after right. three or four and days, people, people are knocking on the door because they're hungry and their kids want food. and You got well, the it. roads
0: will shut down. They'll get clogged you know? up because people will abandon their vehicles or they'll have traffic jams where they have to abandon their vehicles. Because yep. the roads blocked and impassable, so all those uh, in-town Generac owners are going to last about a week because people come knocking on their doors, their lights are on, and uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh-huh.
1: um, so, I'm heading west.
0: So I'm heading west. We need to talk about <laughs> a little bit about that infrastructure thing. So you're going to need to be mobile, right? <laughs> At some point, you're you're going to want to you're going to want to move from point A to point B, and I don't know that on foot is going to be ideal. So, it may be well, necessary no. but it's not ideal so what kind of vehicle no. i mean we need to look into like some sort of a mad max type vehicle so, right the problem you're
1: gonna run to in nebraska is we've got creeks you have to cross and there's only so many bridges and if there's people watching those bridges man i mean good luck trying to find a, a, a way to get across some of these creeks or rivers you're gonna be screwed but, I mean, even, even if you get on you
0: know? a get on the highway you know and there's cars just literally parked all across the highway yeah i mean you're gonna want something with some weight like a, like a deuce and a half or something like that with some sort of like a v plow on it or something that's going to i know.
1: was thinking a dirt bike so you can go anywhere you need to but you're gonna be loud you're gonna have a noise
0: signature anybody can hear you yeah, but, but they're gonna again, you know, a I quad mean, you're, or you're gonna have to fly solo yeah you, you can't build your own team from from that you can't you know yeah. i mean even uh what's his the the i can't stand the kid um the wimpy kid and woody harrelson teamed up you know and then they found the girls and teamed up in and in, in oh, zombie land yeah. um i can't think of his name anymore but it doesn't matter i can't stand him the he played he played zuckerberg in the the facebook yeah yeah he's the, he's the new lex luthor or he was until they yeah. fired all the all the dc people and they're gonna reboot it i guess again but uh um anyway i mean yeah that's you know you're you're going to want some backup because yep. when do you sleep and and how and where do you sleep do you climb a tree can zombies climb trees can zombie bears climb trees cocaine bears apparently can climb trees so is climbing a tree going to be a safe thing to do can you sleep Well luckily there? we don't have any
1: bears in Nebraska yet so we should be okay for a while but Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah just right. a, just a you know a regular snowplow truck wouldn't be bad, you know, throw a little stand in the in the box for some ballast a little bit and a little extra weight, but not full, you know, so you could still put some people back there if you had to haul people around. Um here's the big question, John, would like Nebraska
1: small towns and Nebraska small town folk, would they band together and and allocate the resources no. to defend themselves or not or would it be Absolutely every person themselves
0: the only reason that nebraskans are so friendly and generous with their gifts right now or, or what they have right now is because they excuse me they know that it's replaceable yeah right i mean it, it was the same way back before covid got stupid when i'd go to the range and i didn't have a problem blowing through 300 rounds of nine millimeter you know and spending that 30 bucks um because I, he I
1: think here you know, fight. fighting for it over in the aisles at Dollar Tree, you know. I mean, right? <laughs> so it matter if you're my neighbor or not, I need toilet paper and you can't have it, so you know, yeah.
0: Oh, defense
1: dad, for I he just broke the
0: internet with this one,
1: the green elevator static, yeah. Oh, never mind, uh, right. you know, oh, yeah.
0: zombie cats, they're already stealthy and attack out of nowhere in silence. Yeah, I never thought about that. That's the but, real threat. Uh, you're
1: gonna have to have at least a knife on you for that one or something, You're, you can use, you're gonna, uh,
0: you will, and you're gonna have to come up with like. Like vampire <clears throat> hunting gear, like Kevlar, bra mm-hmm. and know. stuff, and yeah. cover your neck. Cat scratch fever,
2: damn, yeah, pretty damn. Much. damn.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that would be that's the name of the movie right there. Cat scratch fever. The the the, the zombie feline apocalypse has happened. Wow. You know. Can you
2: imagine looking over the horizon?
0: And, and, and you know and the, a whole the herd of cats coming right towards you. <laughs> zombie <laughs> cat. The, the clinical term for that. <laughs> You know, if if you die from from cat scratch fever, what happened to Pat? Oh, he went double live Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that it, was uh, <laughs> Or we could also call it he he uh, he did the Wango Tango. I don't know which. Which do you guys think? It, one of those two things. Uh, <laughs> the zombie cats and poop in every pair of shoes you own. Yep. So hopefully you don't have any cuts on your feet because then you'll get the virus. Oh man! Oh gosh! Oh. Yeah.
1: No open source or on your throw feet. up.
0: Or throw yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. We yeah. I like could do yeah. that. Yep. So,
2: um, now, the, the vehicles. To, I, I, <laughs> oh,
0: <ahead>. Everyone has <laughs> what they have or what they're willing to take. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing is uh, um, I don't know that people are going to band together too much. Now, you're going to have the people who are already. um you might
1: have families.
0: And already maybe friends, have, you have each other's backs. Right. But, I mean, you're going to have a serious buddy check going on where you're. It, it's just like anything else. You'll find out who your mm-hmm. friends are. Yep, right. So, Clint says, cover your sleeves with duct tape, it's hard to bite through. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, yeah,
2: uh, on the vehicle front, uh, I would actually, uh, I have uh, many ATVs with uh, trailers that could definitely throw the kids in and some gear and some extra fuel and be able to hit the road, especially since
0: okay, now, my wife and really a bunch one, of Batman. Yeah. Okay. Let's say sure. that uh, you've got your trailer hitched up to your ATV and there's a crowd of zombies coming in to your place. You throw the kids in the trailer and the only direction you can go is out across a cornfield. Ooh, that's going to be rough. How fast can you go across that cornfield without throwing the kids out of that trailer and and breaking the the hitch pin on it?
2: Um. Actually, pretty fast because we do not. Nobody around here does the hilling or cultivating in their fields. So actually, it's fairly smooth now. We don't. Nobody uh, does any pipe irrigation around here. So actually, it's not. If that it would have been twenty years ago. Oh hell no! You're not doing that. But. <laughs> you walk Nowadays, through,
0: much less driving it's, over
2: it. It's, it's, yeah,
0: exactly. You'd all have right. to go with the row and not against the row. I mean, for sure. I'm, all I'm saying is, there's something to be said for for planting, you know, oats or wheat or alfalfa, something that you drill in, that uh, you know, it's a lot smoother ground that way. So you might want to switch to rye. I'm just saying. <laughs> of you can brew your own it. beer, so it's win-win. Yep, there you go. <laughs> But no, that, that'd be one of the options for sure, uh, especially around here. Actually, a Canadian tuxedo covered with duct tape would be a really good protection. I don't have that much <laughs> denim, but uh, I'm going to have to come up with a denim shirt and a denim jacket, and then I can wear the t- the old Canadian tuxedo. And don't skimp out. Do not go with duct tape. Go with gorilla tape. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Regular duct tape sucks. <laughs> you want yeah, the good stuff. Cool. gorilla tape. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, definitely can't argue with that. Um, Wood says everyone on his zombie team is named Woods. Well, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> um, awesome. Okay, so there was one comment that uh, that Michael had made here a long time ago, and I, I flagged it so I could pull this up later. Um, so let's talk about moving away from firearms, and let's go with the, the edged weapons, or even the blunt uh, weapons. This would still apply. Uh, can we talk about the machete or sword trope in all the zombie movies? Oh, there's this ultra dangerous virus spread through fluid or blood contact that's carried around this sharp biohazard that'll kill me if I accidentally nick myself.
1: I always thought but, about that because, like, you can't get bit, but you can get the blood all over you if you stab them and it gets all over you. It's like, yeah, the down anymore? You, just,
0: you hit them with the yeah. car and they splatter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just, yeah, I don't know. You're not going to take
1: any of that in any of your worst. Oh, no, my mouth was you know?
0: open and everything.
2: Right, nope. because in 27 Days Later, uh, to go back to a movie real quick, uh, one of the uh, characters uh, died by looking up and a raven that had pecked on a dead That's walking right. zombie dropped right into his eye, got into the ocular fluid, and transmitted into his brain. Yep. So it could be through the eye, and in your mouth, ear, it doesn't matter. Yep. If it gets into yep. your system,
0: Yep, that was uh, yeah, that was twenty days Heath. later. Pretty yeah, much gonna twenty hazmat suit as then, huh? <laughs> and, yeah, th- then they had another Walk one like years later, later that I, I never watched that one. But, yeah, uh, Richard said blunt, nothing sharp or pointed that could get stuck in the skull. Yeah, but you're still going to make a mess if if you bludgeon a zombie. It, it's still going to get zombie brain matter or whatever fluids all over your club, whatever maglite, whatever you got for a blunt object. So. I mean you're still walking around with basically a, a poison dart, right? I mean even if it's not sharp, you've got you've got this poisonous club now. So
1: yeah, the spear uh, is a good one. It's look at Woods's comment. The cold the cold steel bush spear. Not an awesome handle. Yeah. Uh,
0: I need to get on Wood's Christmas list. Is what So what
1: they like. what they use I think in in right. um in uh what was it called? The what was our what was the zombie book again called? I can't. I'm totally drawing a to blank. You help me out here. World, World War Z? Z. World War Z. Yeah. Don't they mention that they have a spear that has the hook uh, that has like a has like a U shape on one side and then a spear end on the other? And two people, one can push the person back away, like on their neck. It pushes them back, and the other guy takes them out with the spear part. So that's how they actually. That was a little tool that was very popular to use because it was easy to manufacture and it gave you that space you needed so the other person could take them out or what you could at least hold them off alone, long enough though. to push them to run. So yeah. huh? what if what if you're yeah. alone? What if you're what? What if you're alone? Well no, then you could push him back with the neck and then flip the spear around and take him out if you had to. Like you could use the push the, the U shape okay. as a as a, a way to push him back, basically to keep him away from you. Hmm. But a spear would be a good idea. Yeah. A spear would work, it would definitely
0: work, yeah. Quint says a gladius is fabulous. So let's watch out for that mess. Watch hell. out for the fluid transfers. Yeah, the, the Gladius might be... Maybe it's uh, a zombie survival guide that I read. That might have been it, too. I think I did. I copy that. Is is the Roman Gladius going to be, like, two close quarters? I mean, I want... If I'm down to a sword, I want something with some length on it. You know, I want to be able to reach out and, and touch someone and stay out of the splatter area. Yeah, you definitely want
2: some standoff. Yeah,
0: what the Gladius, about two, two and a half feet long, something like that? I mean, they're shorter than a yardstick. Speaking of which, I don't know if anybody's heard, but uh, they are not making thirty-six-inch uh, yardsticks any longer. So, okay, y'all Dang will get that one later. Why? What, what happened with yards? They're not they, making thirty-six-inch yardsticks any longer.
1: They they quit making they, they, sticks measure thirty-six they, inches. Later. They, need
0: to, they need to stay at thirty-six inches. Uh, yeah. It hey, what? They're, they're, they're not making them any shorter either. They're staying right at thirty. Well, they inches.
1: shouldn't. They should be at, at thirty
0: six inches, which is one <laughs> yard. That would only make
1: sense. So,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. If anybody else got messed with as much as Travis did, there, I'm, I, I, no apologies. I'm just uh, tired, man.
1: I've been since five thirty this morning. So me thinking logically just
0: doesn't gun comment, which I did not. Yeah, put up me mm-hmm. I, I want. I, am I both want to know and I don't want to know. Why you know this, defense dad? If you use black powder instead of paper, <laughs> in a potato gun, it'll go through a garage wall. So,
1: wouldn't yeah, it blow up the tube if it I, had black powder in it? Wouldn't it rupture the PVC? You think that thing would just
0: go up on yeah, you? Well, if it. it's not made out of PVC. But mo- are so, most potato if, guns made out of PVC pipe? Well, yeah, because they're cheap. But I mean, yeah. you could you could find something else. You know, you could find some old uh, irrigation uh, tube. Uh, yeah, like yeah, <laughs> you know, aquanet. <clears throat> Aerosol aqua network, fantastic. <laughs> you know, it's a some old uh, some old galvanized sewer line would mm-hmm. would work. You know, that'd be pretty sta- uh pretty strong, I would think. So, um, yeah, there's there's things that you can do. Uh, he he knows because college and alcohol, which isn't that kind of the same thing. But um, Richard wants to know the most plausible zombie movie you've seen. Now, I have not, oh. I have not. S- seen a lot of the zombie movies just because um I, I don't know just because I don't really have a reason for it which mm-hmm. is why I wanted to have a couple people as panelists that you know have seen more of the shows than I have Um I guess I, I've seen several but I don't know the most plausible I'm going to go back to, to Resident Evil just because it's actually a, a lab created virus that uh, I know that it's impossible for a virus that's created in a lab or gain a function in a lab to ever escape that lab and that would never happen YouTube. And please don't take the channel down. This is all <laughs> fictional just hypothetical in Hollywood movie land that that happened in the movie resident evil and it's never happened in Wuhan in, in China in, in real life ever. Okay. But I don't know. I think, I don't know if YouTube takes you down anymore for saying that, but they used to, they literally, um, sarah gonzalez got the whole blaze youtube channel a strike for some for saying that on the air so then they they cut the they cut the covid parts out on the youtube version of the show for a long time uh um, which is funny because they wow. talked
1: about that topic so often on all those shows you know
0: well now it's not again now that the, they've said it on the news it's oh, okay to okay. say it everywhere okay. that that yep. maybe just the news be, normalizes that it, it's accepted. viruses can okay. leak from a lab you know yeah yeah uh just maybe um I Richard says the crazies. I, I remember watching it, but I don't remember much about the movie. And I don't remember if they ever explained what caused it on that show. It was just kind of a weird show. And I kept waiting for it to get good. And then they rolled credits. So was not a big, big fan of it. Knives says uh, use Ebola, which, which could work. Um, and in the last of us, it was a fungus, not a virus. So maybe I don't know a flamethrower and a kuk- Again, that that kukri or kukri or whatever it's supposed. to- I don't know how you pronounce it, but um those aren't very long. You know, I mean that's in the way that it's bent. Your reach is even less than a machete. So I don't I don't know about that one. Um, oh, it was a virus made by the U.S. Okay, in that in that movie YouTube. Um, so. Yeah. I don't know. I, something like that, I suppose would be the the most plausible. The only other thing that I think is plausible is, uh, some sort of alien DNA, uh, survives on a meteorite and then, um, converts people into flesh eating monsters. I could see that being a real life thing too, possibly. I don't know. I'm just, just, just grasping at some straws here. Um,
1: yeah, most of them have to do with some sort of just some sort of virus that just evolves and happens, which could happen. I mean, it, it you don't know where where evolution is gonna take things and what's gonna pop up and what's gonna come out of somewhere that we don't even know.
0: And, I think it I think it's more plausible that the apes will actually um develop the ability to reason and speak and take over the planet before there's a, a flesh eating zombie outbreak on the planet. But um <laughs> you know, I mean it's again, yeah, the uh the whole premise is that you know dead flesh there's no cellular activity right mm-hmm. um, I mean the, the reanimation of that so the virus thing yeah that's totally plausible but how is a virus going to reanimate dead flesh in the beginning they I mean, they, I
1: they mentioned in World War Z like the neurological neurological part behind it how it could be plausible how it could happen like what
0: parts of the body it affects yeah, cause, cause there's no way to restart the electrical generator in the brain yeah, it's deteriorated right because yeah cause the brain can only survive what average of six minutes without oxygen before you're going to be brain dead uh if if you get resuscitated after six minutes you're- it would have
1: to be something that makes living people go into some sort of like like rabid state essentially that destroys some part of their their ability to control themselves you
0: know now here's another thing that let's talk about the plausibility of a bite or a scratch will instantly not instantly but will will be enough to infect you because again now we're talking about something that takes dead flesh. And reanimates it. So the people that get overrun by the horde and you know eaten to death, right? I could see them. I mean, this could go one of two ways. I mean, if it's like a school of piranha, there's nothing left. Mm-hmm. You know, the zombies pick that thing clean. There's nothing but bones. The other option is, you know, they they don't pick it clean just because of some instinct to, you know, further the the species or whatever. They leave they leave enough to be reanimated, and then the thing kicks in after the cells all die. So but then remember in The Walking Dead,
1: everybody eventually is infected and everybody that passes away, even through natural causes, will reanimate as a zombie.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 So so that's my 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 thought is, you know, if this thing works on dead flesh, it, it may not. I mean, your your you're a bite may not be, you know, damning is what I'm saying. Like, you may be able just to treat that knowing full well that when you die, yeah, you're going to come back but until you die, you're good to go. Right. And I, th- I think it would be like having HIV where you still have to b- take precautions with, with your own blood because that's in there now. But, you know, other than that, I mean, you could finish out your life, um, just have a plan, you know, you'd have to have a death plan. Like w- once I die, I need somebody to, you know, sever my head or smash my brain or whatever, you know, you'd have to have a, yeah.
2: Yeah. some sort right. of a direct
0: directive ice pick through the ear like they did in The Walking
2: Dead and scramble the brain just a little bit just to kill the neurological. So
0: so let's put our tinfoil hats on for a second. Wood says we're all safe because it's going to be in Bud Light, which nobody's drinking. What if Bud Light is the only beer that it's not in? And this was all a ploy to get people to boycott the Bud Light because Anheuser-Busch refused to put it in there. So and, the only
1: people that survive are the ones that that are patrons of Bud Light, essentially. Like, which like would only
0: yeah. So yeah. only the trans people are going.
1: <laughs> well, okay. Um, I mean, that's that's the ultimate tinfoil hat theory, right there. You know, I
0: mean, wow. well, zombie chat going downhill quick. Um,
1: so, yeah, all right, you know water. what? We're, we're
0: not going <laughs> to. We're not going to get a super but, long episode out of this. I think we've kind of beat this uh, pony. to I death. Mean, it's unrealistic to think that anybody would ever release
1: any kind of a, a virus that could possibly be used yeah, as a means to, to, to control to individuals and destroy control. an economy. No. You know, even by I mean, accident. You know, it just, to, to no nobody would body. would in their right mind would do something like that. Nobody would ever do that.
0: You, you know? know, I mean, even How if it eventually no. lead no. to you no. know no. the ultimate do over. I yeah. mean, you know, still we can't believe in that. That's a very tin foil hat thing um so so all right i think we're going to uh we're going to start wrapping things up so i did tell everybody if you stick around until the end of the show i would give you the ultimate truth nugget um here we go so so here it comes guys because i I was thinking about this the other day and that's how i decided on the topic for the show because we're we're driving down the road and what do i do i bounce my stupid ideas off of sandhill sweetheart who is very gracious and just sits there and listens and nods and doesn't tell me that I'm an idiot. So I appreciate that. That's one of the many, many, many the virtues of a good wife, right there, man. That's why, why I married right her, there. right? Yep. yep. Um, so so totally the thought agree. that I had is all right. So eventually the, these things once you become a zombie, okay, corpse gets reanimated, whatever. We'll figure the science out on that later. But they don't stop rotting. And at some point that flesh is going to completely deteriorate, right? The the brain cells are going to deteriorate. The the muscle cells are going to deteriorate and there's not going to be anything left. It's still going to decompose. And I don't know how long it takes a body to decompose, you know, average, but I mean, even without um, scavengers, I mean, you know, a dead deer alongside the road, it goes pretty quick just from from you know normal insects. microbes and things like that right yeah, so yeah. Uh, and you know the flies are going to be chewing on these zombies i mean that's kind of been a thing always in in every show so even if the crows and the the coyotes and the the vultures stay away the the there's a a finite amount of time that these things are going to be viable right so yep. and again now in the in the tropics the warmer climates where it never gets cold those bodies are going to decompose fastest Right, I mean the, the jungle is pretty good about reclaiming its own very quickly. Um, so the zombies won't last there super long. the The worst case scenario is that um, you know the the eventually this thing makes its way up to the up and down, you know, north and south, all the way to the, as far as the poles. Now the people in Antarctica may be the only ones who can you know ultimately survive the outbreak, but they can't survive there forever. And, and typically they don't keep an airplane, you know, on the, on the continent of Antarctica full time. Right. I mean, they fly supplies in and out, they fly scientists in and out. Nobody permanently lives there, but I mean this, you know, as soon as the plane comes in, then it's gotta, it's gotta go again. I mean, it's going to ice over before too long. Right. So they've got to keep the thing warm and keep it moving. so those people that are stranded there, eventually they just freeze to death. So Um, but I mean, they stay pretty safe unless we get zombie penguins. Otherwise we will be okay here, but the rest of the continents, you know, it's going to make its way. It's going to work through the world. Um, the further North people go, you know, that it's going to take longer for those zombies to deteriorate, but eventually, you know, they'll move South towards where people are because there just aren't as many people at the poles, Right. And so, I mean, the laws of nature, I think take over. And eventually the it runs its course and the zombies all deteriorate to the point where they're, they're, they're not zombies <clears> anymore. <throat> so here's the truth nugget is ultimately to survive a zombie outbreak, you just have to have enough supplies in your bunker. It, what are we figuring to get all the way across the world? Two to five years. I mean, honestly, if you've got five years worth of supplies, if you've got like some way to, to uh, you know, water purification system that you can reclaim water somehow or whatever, Um, and you've got food and, and good ventilation, you know, that's zombie proof. Um, you're going to be okay. I mean, you, it seems like at the end of five years, it would be safe to venture back out because at that rate, there may still be a few running around, but not near as many. Right. So I would save the ammo. I would just, just hunker down. Uh, what what is the, oh I would shelter in place I think is the yeah. uh, correct term uh we'll circle back to that but so what you're saying John is I need to get myself a bunker the problem <laughs> is
1: you got to have a bunker someplace where somebody can't find it and
0: that's gonna be hard to do if just that doesn't random matter group group walking no, not across. Be huh not it, it doesn't matter if they can find it as long as they can't get in but again your your ventilation system's got to be you know foolproof in, in a way I mean,
1: that somebody can't find it or yeah
0: right so so that's gonna be the biggest thing um You're gonna want again some sort of a generator. You're gonna want fuel tanks to run the generator for five years. Um, You know, you're gonna want a security system that you can see the closed circuit cameras. Check, check. Dude, I wouldn't (laughs) do that. I'm just saying. (laughs) I know which three counties to start looking. (laughs) We'll just do it by grid. We'll find you.
2: (laughs) Well, no, see,
0: uh, I have a certain amount of people that I would let in,
2: and uh, the two people on this panel. Would be let in because I know they bring something
1: to the table. Oh, that's absolutely. True. Thousands that's and true. thousands oh. of rounds of 5.56, five, Pat. And I'll clean your guns for free. So, same.
0: Somebody's got to maintain that inventory.
1: Somebody's got to maintain it.
0: I'll stock up on right, hoppies and ballast. Right, John, what you got?
1: Hi right, John, what you got?
0: What you got? Or I'm going to bring hoppies <laughs> and, right, right. and CLP for Travis. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I'm going to bring my wife, and she makes every situation better you know, just by being around entertainment for your wife, Pat. So, right. Yeah. The, the ladies can it's hang priceless out right there and, bro. And, and they'll have female conversation. You know, they can complain about us to each other and, and stuff. Um, so farming we got skills, happen. farming skills, uh, harvesting of, yeah. of critter skills. Right. But we're, yeah. we're hungry. Yeah. I mean, the harvesting of the critters needs to happen now. Right. And put them in, you know, get stuff in the freezer. Now you need five years worth yeah. of freeze dried or uh canned jars, food. bottles, are freeze dried. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I got four. I got four. <laughs> yeah. How many head of cows do you have? Because I mean canned beef is amazing and, and it, it'll go <laughs> yes, a long it it'll keep a long time.
2: Yes, it will. So, I've had it up to
0: eight years and still good. It's, it's just as good as the day it went in the jar. Uh, Speaking of which, if anybody has, honest to goodness, (laughs) real canned beef, reach out to me because I will buy some from you. I really want some. Look at Sergeant Joe Smith's comment. That's a good Um, one. Look at that one. Which one? The bunker? Yeah, there you go. The bunker safe will never be found. It's hidden behind a sign that says Joe's Mower Shop and a bunch of lawnmowers and job applications. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Krabby says, I can find it. He must want a job.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or he knows Joe, one of the two. So, yep, yep. (laughs)
0: wood says up there in the northwest the winters are not that bad uh rarely lower than 20 degrees so i mean yeah it's again um you know that would be the hard part
1: would be making it through the winter time i mean now granted we know how to make sod houses because we were taught how to do that in grade school us nebraskans you know but that's not much of a defense against a zombie uh, horde coming your way I don't know
0: we're we're starting to we're starting to get some joiners now. Defense Dad, Defense too. Dad,
1: yeah, he's in on this one too. Actually, Defense Dad, I'd probably carpool with him because he's got a much bigger vehicle than me. So we'll just load up his trunk with everything, and I'll run shotgun. Literally, his daughter will be outfitted with something fairly accurate because she's a crack shot too. So, yep, there you go.
0: right, exactly. Yep. Uh, yep. Vash says, yep. "You, Vash, honestly, do you have canned beef like actual canned beef in a jar, not like some commercial product? I'm talking about homemade." Roast beef stuck in a jar, and, and it looks too. like it looks terrible because all the fat's sitting on the top. And if that's what you have, email me, please. Vash, we'll figure it out. Uh, I think it's that hard to find. No, think I'm about talking about the bargaining about
1: price of a can it's of it's hard sealed to find
0: because nobody's doing it anymore. It's just like yeah. canned anything, very few people are canning anymore. Yeah, so but I'm not talking about something that you can buy in yeah. a store that's got a barcode on it, I'm talking about the real stuff. So, uh, yep. All right, so so there's the truth nugget, guys. Is if you can lay low, if you can, uh, if you can just stay away Write from the, the zombies for, I'm gonna say two to five years. You know, far outside worst case scenario, ten years, it's it's a thing of the past. It's over, and the ultimate uh, do over has has finally taken place, and, and it's been, you know, the world is is back to you know, maybe, maybe that's gonna be the instead of a flood. Maybe it'll be zombies. Maybe that'll be the next thing that takes out all of humanity uh, because of the wickedness. Who knows? Um, hey, we've got uh, we've got Scott out there. Um, says we, He's kind of Scott. You're kind of like a blister now that all the hard work's done. You finally showed up. <laughs> um.
2: <laughs>
0: <clears throat> so what tiniest in ramen? I'm not sure. What's tiniest? Is that a typo? What are you talking about? ramen will definitely last five years that's true you just have to have some good water to to and and if you get ramen get the good stuff with the pancakes in it so you got to
1: get that man the breakfast the breakfast ramen i'm telling you that watch
0: that and i tell you what i am i am equal fascinated equal parts intrigued fascinated and leery it's weird john it's like it's the the pasta
1: for breakfast part i can't quite get used to it's the flavor is fine we know the flavor sausage chicken, cheese and pancakes are we know that but pasta for breakfast is just the weirdest just texture i don't know what it is because you don't usually do
0: breakfast pasta you know twinkies and ramen yes if you stock up on twinkies then woody harrelson is going to show up though so which isn't all bad i mean i think he'd be a pretty entertaining dude to hang out with oh absolutely Plus, he knows how to survive the Hunger Games and the zombie outbreak. So, I mean, he's he knows a thing or two, mm-hmm. and he can tend bar. Let's not forget, he was a so, bartender for a lot yep. of years. You know, even if he can't jump because he's he's white, we won't hold that against him. <laughs> so, uh, just uh, don't let him make any. And he can drive the heck out of a suburban. Uh, <laughs> yes, he can. Yes, he can. Um, Pretty decent right, wheel man. So, so we're <laughs> gonna wrap this up and and call it a night. Um and we will uh oh he buys it some yeah no no I'm talking about real if anybody actually cans on your the top of your stove uh let me know because I'll work something out with you. Um all right, it's <laughs> spam cans of ammo. That's good. I like that. <laughs> uh all right, so let's give everybody a chance here to uh to wrap up and uh do any shameless plugs you want to uh, plug or even shameful ones. I don't care. Um, then we'll do the list and we'll get everybody out of here tonight. So uh, Pat, we'll let you start off with uh, anything you want to uh, say that you didn't get a chance to say.
2: Um, I just have one little rebuttal to your two to five year. Uh, yep. I think probably in one season, it will probably be over in one actual spring, summer, fall and everything because, Man, that is a lot for zombies to go through, especially if you have a hard you gotta, if you have a hard winter and you have really high heat. Now, in the more you moderate, take
0: temps, into account logistics. Right, true. true it's going to take but, a while to get through Central Africa. It's going to take a while to get through the Australian outback. You know, Siberia. I mean, some of these places right. are just hard to reach, so it'll take a while first.
2: Right. but and That's where the survivors
0: are going to end up living, you know, coming from.
2: Right. But with transit, I would guess probably in that outbreak, would probably the transit, especially over ocean, you know, your airliners and stuff like that, would probably be shut down pretty dang quick. And all that infrastructure would be gone. So that would probably stop anything from being transmitted from side to side, if they could get it shut down quick enough, if it came from one continent. Now, if it was a worldwide deal where it just out broke like that all over all the continents, then everybody's screwed. <laughs> so it, it all depends. There's a lot of different scenarios. We could argue this for to <laughs> here the next to next Sunday, but anyway, I, I think through one season, maybe
0: just a just something mm. off the top of my head, maybe it would be over after one season. I'm maybe that, like, it would just be safe to figure two to five years. So Defense Dad says you could farm with them. You could actually just hick them up, hook them up to the front of the combine when you're out of fuel and let them pull it. So I do
2: still have some old uh, horse-drawn stuff, but I, I can do, definitely do some harvesting and I get some actual good work out of them. Just he like uh, the Sean, Sean of the Dead. Yep, Sean to the Dead. Put them to work. <laughs>
0: there,
2: you <go. laughs> there you go. Thanks, thanks cool. for having me on. Uh, yeah, everybody can uh, see my stuff over at uh, YouTube at Pat in the Bunker. And, uh, this was definitely fun. Just something to get our minds off of all, everything else that's happening in the world and, uh, just have some fun, just yep, be able to play around a little bit. So yeah, thanks thank for coming on
0: tonight, John. Thanks for coming and hanging out. And, uh, Joe Smith, to answer your question over there, it's my show, Pat's restreaming it over on his channel. So that's why you're watching on Pat, but it is still, it's still the get off my lawn podcast. Um, yep all right travis uh final thoughts for you and shameless plugs and i know that uh, you better you better at least talk about thunder on the prairie again oh
1: yeah i will i'll try to take up too much time but uh yeah so so great episode fun fun chat tonight kind of really getting into you know everything from the human psychology to which sidearm would you take to what caliber would you carry always fun to play around with these topics you know and again from a self kind of preparation standpoint it kind of kind of gets you in a frame of thinking okay if Something bad happens and it's just me versus the world. Am I prepared for that? Am I ready for it? You know, always a good discussion. Um, as for me, shameless plugs, check out my channel, Travis P11. Just posted a new video today. Had a good time out at the range last weekend and got that posted. Um, otherwise, with Thunder on the Prairie, you I've got a video of it on my channel. If you just type in Thunder on the Prairie 2023, it should take you to my YouTube channel. We did it as a live stream and then I re, re-downloaded it and reloaded it as a regular video. Uh, so it gets kind of pushed through different channels. And basically, it's going to be a little gathering of, of YouTubers or Pro 2A folks uh, in Nebraska first weekend in June over at Nebraska Shooters in Firth, Nebraska. If you go to NebraskaShooters.com, you can look it up on the calendar and register for it if you want to. It's 25 bucks each day. Day one is going to be a shooting competition for the first half of the day. And then the second half of the day is open range time. Bring and shoot whatever you want. And then day two is going to be time for YouTubers, GunTubers to have time to film on the range safely, to have an opportunity to, to film and have a lot of fun. We're going to have drawings. We've got a lot of sponsors on board. I mentioned them several times. Uh, going to have a good meal uh, Friday night and or Saturday. And uh, yeah, it should be a fun time. So hopefully you get a lot of people signed up for it. Um, I think we are running out of time here because the early, I got to talk to Defense Dad about this, but I think that versicary was going to supply holsters again to those that sign up by a certain date. And so we're going to have to know, and we're not trying to rush people into signing up, but you sign up by a certain date, then we'll be able to communicate with you and then find out what holster you want from versicary and so, hopefully, that's still going to happen. I could be wrong about that, but I believe so. That's what we did last year, and uh, it was it worked out well for people that got one. And uh, otherwise, lots of good stuff to give away. It's going to be fun. Meat ammo's on board, supplying ammunition for us for the event, and it should be it should be a good time. So that's uh, first weekend in June. So if you want to go, or if you're just interested, or you want to start a gun channel on YouTube, just just come to the event, hang out, see how see how everything works. We're not there to sign you up for anything or sell you on anything. There you go.
0: we're just there to
1: get people together to just kind of hang out and have a good time it's just a bunch of friends getting together once a year like a family reunion and uh just making it happen so if people
0: don't get registered can they just show up the day of and they just won't get any of the freebies or yeah if there are spots available if we have
1: enough spaces available if they look on there and it says one i would assume they can they would just have to fill out the paperwork and pay at that time as long as there's spots available because we're limited i
0: think 50 uh, they'll okay. sign up for it. There's Pat's got his holster so, right there. So if you can't yeah. get registered, then you, you can't go. Is That's what I'm asking.
1: Yeah, I, I think if you showed up the day of and they were spots available the night before, but you couldn't register online well, for whatever reason, know, let, you showed Let's up, say so. that it's,
0: it's all yeah. filled up yeah. and people are like, well, I don't care about the Versicary holsters. I just want to go and, and hang out and meet people and have fun. Can people just go up or if they're not in the room enough. No, it would be a private event
1: because we have to have so okay. many RSOs there because of the numbers of people that will be there. Okay, there you if go. We See a certain amount. We're going past what's allowed on the range at one so time. So if
0: you want to go, you've got to yes. get registered yes. or it's too late Yep, because space is at a limit. And we so, have the bunkhouse available.
1: If you don't want to mess with a hotel or find your own accommodations, there's a bunkhouse available. It's a um, free will donation. There's three beds left for that. If you want to get yourself one of the rooms and they've got a full kitchen, bathroom, showers, everything you need to stay on site if you want to. Friday night, they're doing a Friday night fun shoot for free. If anybody wants to go down and shoot, they can. That's something they offer to the public, which is different. And then Saturday morning Mm -hmm. is when we kick off with our events and we do our stuff. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. Very cool. All right. Oh, yeah.
2: Um, Just to uh, ask a quick question from Travis here. What time does the fun shoot start on Friday?
1: Uh, defense dad will have to answer that i want to say doesn't it start at six or seven it goes from like seven nine or six to nine or something like that defense dad knows he'll he'll tell us that here in just a sec so those are Uh those are going to be in the evening usually after five o'clock i think is when it kicks off and it just goes for a couple hours yeah i might
2: actually be there in time on friday to actually join in on the uh fun shoot okay yeah 6 p.m PM he does it my plan yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah, I, I might actually be there in time to join in with – uh, <laughs> Look at Woods next. We have it after
1: June 15th. Come on, the last week of school, help a teacher. Hey, I'm doing it like five days after they, I get out of school myself. but oh, they so. don't get
0: to pick the date, okay? Justin at Nebraska Shooters says, this weekend is open – and and if it wasn't for Thunder on the Prairie, he'd book some national instructor to come in. Or
1: he says, you know, we talked to Masad Ayub. He said, it's cool. He'd come a week later. You guys can do your thing. So, <laughs> like, so hey, you know, yeah, I mean, let Masad so, know that's what, cool with what, us. What's happening right? is yeah.
0: because of Thunder on the Prairie, you know, Justin carved out a weekend where he's not making money off of getting Ed Monk or Norm Hood or uh, anybody like that. You know, uh, Chuck Haggard to come in and, and teach classes. Uh, so, um, we're Travis and defense are very much, uh, dependent on Nebraska shooters schedule. They can't just pick their weekend because Justin's got these people lined up, you know, a year or more in advance. Or if we did change it, we'd have to change each. it a year in advance, but we right. just
1: tried to do the first week in June before people start traveling for vacation and stuff. He's, he's to... just jealous. He, wishes I know, he
0: I could know. Come. <laughs> You know what? I, I tell you what we'll do. Would you make the trip to Nebraska and we'll figure out just a chance for a bunch of us to get together and hang out anyway.
1: There you uh, go, man. You've got
0: enough notice ahead of yep. time to do it. So, um, That's right. Scott, uh, casserole and everything. Firth is just up the road from where he is. So, uh, Scott, we yep. expect you to be there, go get registered. And, uh, and go hang out or at the very least go meet Pat on Friday night. Um, All right. Uh, I don't really have a whole lot of, of closing thoughts here. You guys have heard my thoughts already. Uh, So let's do the list again out there on the, uh, the Facebook side. We had Scott, we had Michael. uh, We had somebody that I don't remember the name. I've never seen that person on the show before. Let me scroll up here and try to find Jack Neat. I don't know uh, if you're new to the show or not, but uh, I think you're new to commenting because I don't remember seeing your name come through before. So uh, that was over on the Facebook side on the rumble side. We had Jeff and thank goodness for Jeff because otherwise (laughs) there'd have been no comments coming through. So thanks. Uh, Thanks Jeff. That's awesome. Um, All right. Over on the YouTube side. Again, if you don't get your name right off, it's because you weren't commenting so Omaha, I know you're out there and you don't comment. We we've established that, but the rest of you don't have an excuse, or, or if you do have an excuse, I won't accept it. Uh Kingpin was out there, G Webs, Blitz, Patriot in the Dark Woods, Jamie Brown, Keith Umstead, Mr. Knives, Crabby Turtle, Scott 79, Defense Dad, Clint Taurus. I have to say it slow so I don't get a strike. Mash Matrix. And again, there were several of you over there on Pat's feed. Um that uh that Sandhill Sweetheart didn't get to see your names because I haven't gotten her uh spun up as an admin of the uh StreamYard software yet. As soon as, as soon as she logs in as an admin, then uh she can see all these other comments coming through here too that I can see. Uh and I she can, can be in control of of uh, putting the stuff up on the screen or she could be in control of making somebody you know solo when you're talking, because I never think to do that because I'm in, in the conversation, so I, I don't get to just sit back and run run the software. So so maybe eventually um, I'll get her convinced to take on a few extra responsibilities here on the software. But in the meantime, um, that's how it is for now. So she didn't get to see all you fellas over there on, on Pat's feed, but thank you all of you over there for, for being there as well. Uh, so uh, I do want to mention if you are looking for... Uh, your Nebraska concealed handgun permit uh, class. We do have several of those scheduled throughout the summer into the fall here in Norfolk, Nebraska. So if you're within driving distance, uh, go to SandhillsDefense.com and uh, and sign up for those. Let's put that back up on the screen for you so you've got it there. Uh, we've got one coming up the 6th of May. June is not going to work. And then we've got the first weekends in July, August, and October as well. So class on Saturday, shoot on Sunday. Uh, And uh, I know that we are pushing hard for permitless carry. I myself am pushing just as hard as anybody to not require that permit and not require this class. However, if you don't take the class, you're not going to know the things you need to know to stay out of legal trouble uh, if you do decide to carry if we get this law passed. So uh, we will still offer that in the side benefit. You get the reciprocity of the non Permitless carry states that still honor our permit. And and you also get to use that permit as your handgun uh, purchase certificate. So, and it's good for five years instead of three. So there's some benefits to doing it. The biggest thing is you you get the, not the training as far as uh, the firearms end of it, the training as far as the knowledge end of it the, that you need. But if LB-77 passes, I will also offer a, a different kind of class that cuts out all the stuff that's, I don't think necessary that the state requires me to teach in the CHP class. And I do, but a lot of that is kind of review. So uh, we'll cut that down and make it just the essentials and make it just a, like a, a constitutional carry class is what I'll call it. Um, So you still get the state laws. You still get all that stuff. The, the use of force um, and that stuff, but then we'll, we'll skip over the, you know, here's what a safe looks like. Here's, you should clean the gun. This is a, this is a cartridge, there's a bullet and a case and all that. We, we can cut all that out and get people home a lot sooner. And it, there won't be live fire uh, qualification for it. It'll just be the knowledge stuff in the classroom and that's it, one and done. So I'll be building those classes out. I think I might anyway, just as a refresher for people that have their CHP. So it might not be a bad idea. Um, but uh, again, the instructors who are scared of this, uh, they're one trick ponies apparently. And if you take the one trick away, then they don't have anything else. If you're good at what you do then you can uh you can work with it not against it so go to sandhillsdefense.com click on the button for classes that we offer and go register for your chp class we also have our women's handgun and self-defense fundamentals classes scheduled the first go-round uh the class one of the three is already filled but we're starting another go around in July. Um, so, and that's open yet. People can sign up there. If they are uh, women that want to learn in a class full of just other women, and I'll be the only non-woman there. Um, cause a lot of ladies don't want to go to a class where there's guys, if, if they're learning, if they're beginners, cause they don't want uh, you know, they feel self-conscious where they're, they don't have that happen when they're in a class full of women. So, so uh, we recognize that and we offer, we offer stuff for that too. So, uh, I don't have a concealed potato gun class, but there's, there's no reason to not at least look, look into it. So, um, we'll see what we can do defense dad. Other than that, I think it's time to, uh, I think it's time to end this broadcast. So, uh, we are all zombied out. You know, what you need to do if it actually does happen, uh, is just, uh, you know, hunker down, pat things for one season. I'm going to say it's going to take a couple years, at least, uh, maybe up to five years to get all the way through the planet. Uh, now that doesn't mean that you can't venture out, you know, after the first several months, uh, that's going to be the hottest time, right? Like any other, uh, epidemic, uh, it's going to peter out and slow down just like other epidemics or pandemics may or may not have kind of petered out and slowed down, uh, across the planet that we've ever seen. Not that I will mention anything, but, uh, in the meantime, you know what, it's, it's a fun topic to just think about what if take our mind off of all the the real craziness honestly some of the crap that's happening right now is is even more crazy than the thought of a zombie outbreak which is weird to say that but everybody is nodding along and i'm sure you guys are at home too so uh thanks everybody for being here uh oh m gabriel is is hopped in you're late again just another blister shows up when the work's over so uh yep You'll have to uh, you'll have to back up and and catch it because there's some there's some good Good stuff in this episode, if I say so myself. So on behalf of Pat and Travis and Sandhill Sweetheart and uh, all of our menagerie of aminals here in our house and ammo dog and and all of the uh, the bunker family, um, not Archie's, Pat's, (laughs) Pat Bunker. (laughs) uh nice right (laughs) nice (laughs) All, all of all of pat bunker's family the lesser the lesser known bunker brother uh thank you for joining us god bless you we love you uh catch us next week i don't think it'll be next week but pretty soon we're gonna have to do this again but with vampires because uh, I do know a little God. bit about those, so uh, nice, we're gonna we're gonna dig nice. in. Uh, we're gonna skip werewolves because honestly, it's just a big hairy dog. Uh, that won't take long.
1: Yeah, but... Yankee Marshall's already covered
0: that. Yeah, you know, silver, silver bullets. bullets. It's, yeah, it's fine. one and done. Um, one and yeah, done. Right. So, so that that there that one's already over with. But we'll talk vampires. Probably not next week. I don't know what we're gonna talk about next week. But uh, don't miss it. We go live Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central Time, which is, of course, the only time zone that matters. Anybody who says otherwise apparently lives in a different one. So uh, so that's it. We're going to go. Have a great night. We love you guys. God bless you. But get off my lawn.